You're listening to a podcast from 702. 702. The car feature. It is time for the car feature, and we open up the lines 011-8830702 and the WhatsApp line 072-702-1702. We're talking about hijacking being on the rise in South Africa. We'll also touch on the cars that criminals seem to be after. And we're joined on the line by Calvin Rafadi, who is a forensic investigator at Biz Traces, as well as criminal expert. Calvin, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Afternoon, afternoon, Rolohile, and uh, thank you for the invite, and thank you to the listeners. So, Calvin, I mean, these hijacking syndicates, how far do they extend? Is it just in South Africa, or they are crossing our borders? Hey, indeed, now they are crossing our borders, and uh, it's, it has been an ongoing crime for quite some time, but uh, now it has come on a rampage because of the way now we are, the uh, criminals tend to take the vehicles from us as ordinary citizens, but uh, it is a very rife crime now. It's closing our borders in some of the southern regions. Yes, yes. And I mean, um, I recall having an, an, an interview with somebody who used to um, hijack and steal cars for a living, and it, it, I, I'm not sure where he was in the food chain. He wasn't very high up, but he was the person that was actively doing the job. So they would receive a phone call, which is like an order. And then they would specifically go drive around looking for that car and then strategize and target to get that car. So can you just help us understand when we say syndicate, how big of a business are we talking and I don't mean like Gomorrah's storyline. I mean in real life. Yes, no, no, it is real life. Uh, you know, you get the categories in, in feeding uh, this particular crime. You get the ones that uh, go look for the cars, which will be your foot soldiers, and then they'll hijack a vehicle or steal a vehicle. And then you get the mules now that will drive the vehicle now outside to the outside of the country. And uh, you get the big fishes now that receive the money. So I think if we can categorize uh, what is the role of a foot soldier, foot soldiers in this regard, they are the ones that goes uh, having an order of a particular vehicle. They will, uh, you know, in the old days, uh, that's why this crime was not that rife. Because uh, at the time when I was doing, uh, I used to be a, a debt collector for, for, for on behalf of one of the particular banks. Mm. And we picked up that most of the luxury vehicles, they were brought. They were bought actually with uh, more of identity theft. Mm. But now the banks now they've become very stringent. It's not easy now to submit identity uh, ID 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 book and uh, fraudulent bank statements. Now the criminals now they tend now to look for those orders. Now they come on foot. They come on 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 our driveways to to hijack this particular vehicles. Now, they've uh, upgraded their way of method now whereby they will hijack a vehicle and even on the driveways and some which uh, even on, driveway, on driveways at, at, at uh, what you call your outlet because they've got what we call cell phone jammer. Mm. Now, this cell phone jammer, what it does, it's, uh, it blocks the signal of the tracking device of the vehicle. So they can come hijack you, move you out of the vehicle, use this particular uh, cell phone jammer, drive four or five blocks away and then they can actually search on your vehicle where the tracking device is at and then disconnect the particular tracking device. Now, once that is done, 
once that is done, the car it goes now. They go and change the uh, uh, what you call they duplicate another vehicle that is the, that is of existence. So they will change. They will tamper with the chassis number on the front windscreen, and you know on the sides of the doors they will change those particular uh, uh, chassis numbers. They will use the one that is identical, maybe to the vehicle of which is very identical. Change the number plate. Have a license disc that will scan even on the roadblocks, mm. identical to yours. And uh, they can even remove the data dots even out of the vehicles. And some of these particular foot soldiers now, what they do, they go on the parking lot. They can actually even park close to your vehicle. They've got what we call a key fob. A key fob, uh, it, it, it actually decodes your, 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 your keyless, your keyless uh, remote, which, which operates with, they call it a relay, actually. So what it does, it, it can communicate with the computer box and decode the key that you it's in position in your in your position so they park next to you once you try uh, uh, lock the car they can actually decode your key and then once you move in the shopping center they jump into the vehicle key let's go and then they take the vehicle so they use the same modus operandi of 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 uh, 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 preparing the car so that it can go across yes now, once the car goes across the news will drive the vehicle outside the country and uh by the border, unfortunately, there are bad apples which uh, operate uh, from swaps and even from customs. So what they do, they 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 they, they, go, they they help them to take the vehicles across because you know when you when you drive across the border, you need an insurance letter and you need papers of the vehicle. So they make sure that the, the person, the bad apples, will be on the day shift or even a night shift of the time when they move the vehicles across. So unfortunately, once the vehicle goes across, uh, some some of these vehicles they get paid in dollars or euros. Some of these vehicles they 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 pay them in what we call ephedrine, which is which they 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 manufacture Mendrax here in South Africa. Mm. Some they exchange diamonds in particular on particular vehicles. Wow, wow, and I mean, um, um, just in terms of. When you're mentioning the, the, the cost of getting the car across the border and probably the number of people that get bought off in that process, why does it become worth all of that effort? There's so many people that need to be paid just for one car to cross the border. Yeah, like I say, I mean, they, they, get, uh, they get paid in, 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 in good amount. I mean, uh, they, they cover their cost. What they get paid for, they already will have covered their cost. Let's say, for instance, if uh, a, a Toyota Fortuna, we can take a Toyota Fortuna, for, for, for a foot soldier, they will get, let's say, uh, uh, 50, 50 grand. And then for, for, for a mule to drive it to that side and pay at the border, they'll spend another maybe 100. Maybe we are looking at 150. But once it reaches across, even though a fortuna could be uh, the cost of uh, maybe half a million, even when they can buy it at 300,000 at a discount of 200K or even 250, the person this side would have made back their money on what they've spent and even uh, uh, some of the profit. So the syndicate, it goes like that. Yes, yes. And of course, the volumes make it worth it as well. Yes, yes, it does. It does. And, you know... uh, most of the other cars that uh, sometimes they get stolen or even hijacked, some of, uh, like you get uh, uh, cars which are more faster here in South Africa, like the engine is more powerful. Mm. The, the criminals, they, they hijack those cars or even steal them so that they can use them for house robberies and this kidnappings and all of those things. 
as getaway vehicles. And then you get other cars that are stolen. They are stolen for parts so that the people, uh, they can strip them for parts. Like, uh, you know, you get your Toyota Quantum, which will, will the same engine as uh, maybe some of the VVTIs. So some of these vehicles, they would steal them just to strip them around here in, in South Africa. And, uh, you know, most of this uh, 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 Sadek region, when they buy small cars like that, they normally will buy them here in Devon at, uh, you know, at there by the port. They are so-called bonded warehousing, where the cars, you know, they, they are stored from Japan. So they are way too less because they are in transit. When you buy it, this side is way too less. So they don't buy those particularly they won't buy a Mazda 323 or, you know, the, the yes. normal small dent and, and take and take more efforts to take it across. So they rather go for the big cars, the 4 by 4s And mm. another reason why those big cars they wanted that side is because of the roads are so bad, the potholes and, uh, you know, so they can cater to be driven that side by the big guys that, just in terms of some of the common misconceptions about um, hijackings and carjackings, looking at the fact that this year alone, um, um, as in the year-on-year increase in hijacking reports, means that a car is estimated to be stolen every 22 minutes in this country. So what are some of the misconceptions that you think the South African public has about hijackings? You know, this hijacking, is, it has become uh, so rife. Like, like I said before, it was easy for these criminals like, to cook some bank statements and buy it uh, from, from, from the bank and then take it across. But now, because of this particular military jammer thing, we call it the cell phone jammer. It's not necessarily that you only get it in military. There are some shady shops that are selling this particular device. So, it, you know, it becomes so easy for, for these criminals to grab and go. Like in five, ten minutes, the crime can happen. So then it becomes easy target for them now to go in the streets and, and, and grab this particular car. But, uh, you know, that, that, that's how it is. And uh, these criminals, they tend to be uh, uh, mushrooming and uh, recruiting one another and the orders are becoming big. So, Indeed, it's hijacking and car theft. That's why it has become so big, big now in South Africa. I'd like to play some voice notes that we've received on 072-702-1702. Day, Rilaburila and 702. Well, the car hijacking is on the rise. And uh, in Tembisa, particular, in the, the police, they are aware of the hotspot. And they know what the criminal do. So I, I, I will take the blame to the police because... They can go there and pretend to be uh, civilians. Obviously, the the guys will come and, and try to hijack them, and that's when they will then apprehend the, 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 the thieves. That's very simple, but they don't do that. They just wait for you to report the case. Climate Sufin Tembisa. Thank you so much. Another voice note. Hi, it's Apiwe in Pretoria. I just want to find out, with, with this hijacking on the rise, we have a Mazda 6, they fiddle with it, and then we went, it's, it's, it's registered under Zim. The police didn't even ask for more information from us. They just said, no, they can't do anything about it because um, it's an international car. So how does it work when it comes to investigating because we got the we got the, the the number plate of the guys who were trying to steal the car, they didn't even ask for that. Thank you. It's a point. 
Thank you so much. Calvin, what are your thoughts to the voice notes that are coming through? Yes, no, good one. And uh, let me first with the one, let me start first with the one of Kembisa. You know, like I always say when I make awareness of this crimes that are mushrooming in South Africa, not only with cars. You know, in the old days before the budget was cut, unfortunately, crime intelligence used to have safe houses in the townships whereby even criminals that are stealing cars or even hijacking cars, they will come back and sell the cars to this particular uh, 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 crime investigation. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, uh, your, your covert operators that were belonging in the crime intelligence, not knowing that those are police. But now, because the structure has been cut, you know, there's no collection of data even who's stealing cars in, let's say, in Tembisa, for, for instance. I mean, if in the old days, the, the police used to know this one steals cars, this one caters for uh, uh, cash in transit, this one operates with the kidnappers, this one follows people from, from the airport. But the data is not there. So the collection of information now with, uh, with our subsystem, it has lapsed so much that uh, uh, there's no collection of, of information, there's no data. And without data, you, it's just an opinion. So that's why you see them failing in most of these areas. Now, coming to the one of the international number plate, what normally happens, because the, the car is not, regi- is not on our database in South Africa, what they need to do, they register, they, they circulate uh, the vehicle with the JC number, and obviously uh, they, they've got the papers, so they will have that car, the, the case must be open, and uh, if that car is spotted, maybe from their two-way radio that uh, they picked up, that the a patrolling vehicle can see that, oh, here's a car that is being stolen, it's been reported, it's circulated. Even though it's not circulated on our system, the police are able to stop it and apprehend it. Mm. So they were supposed to open a, 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 a case of theft or even hijack if, if it was a hijack, and uh, uh, the, the person be, be, will be the complainant. So if that car is spotted elsewhere, the police are able to know that the case is open against this particular car. Yes, yes. All right, I want us to quickly focus on, um, I mean, you touched on the bigger cars and why those are in demand, but let's look at specific car brands that people are after and maybe you can briefly tell us why that is the case. Which ones are highly, highly targeted? Yeah, you get your Toyota Fortuna, you get your uh, uh, your Lexus, the 4x4, this, uh, the Lexus. You get the Lexus 4x4s. You get the Frontiers. You get your, um, uh, you know, your Mercedes, the MLs, your bikes, uh, 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 what you call this bike here, the Wildtrek, the Ford, uh, the Ford Wildtrek, the Raptors. You get your, um, uh, the Toyota, the Toyota uh, uh, D4Ds, the, 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 the 4x4s. So basically, most of the SUVs and 4x4s, they are targeted. And uh, the smaller cars, which will be your BMW 325s, 335s, the faster ones, they take them for, for, for themselves to go and use them for other, other um, what you call? Operations. Other crimes that they commit around yes. in, in South Africa. And then uh, other vehicles like your, your uh, Etios, they take it for parts most of the time, and uh, polos, they take them also for either what we call the e-healing or the 4, four plus 1. You know, you get them in the township. So what those type of cars, the small ones like the polos, the golf, 
what they normally do, they go to a, a, a scrap yard, a scrap metal yard, a mm. scrap yard. They'll buy a code three, a badly smashed, just to get the chassis of the vehicle and the engine number of that uh, particular vehicle. And they can, you know, take your Lebohile's car, which is still in good condition, and just put the chassis and then uh, paint the car to mm. their satisfaction and go to the license department, convert the car from with the corrupt officials as well. Convert the car from a code three to a code two. So one will never see that this is an, a, a, a right of vehicle because a code three is a right of vehicle. So that's how they operate. Um, before we wrap up, I very quickly want to take another voice note. I have a 17-year-old Toyota Taz. It's my baby. And wherever I go, they want it because it's a good little car. But I've got a pit bull with AIDS in it, so I am ready for these guys. A pit bull with AIDS in it? That is a lot. Okay, one more voice note. Hi, Rilbofilo. Uh, please ask your guest, why Why is it necessary for us to have tracker and car track if these criminals steal these vehicles with these um, tracking devices or they will remove it, just throw it out alongside the road and gone? Like, for instance, we had a, a bucky that was stolen and the, a few weeks ago, the uh, tracker installed a second tracking device in the vehicle and then a few and then the vehicle got stolen and then i think that's a valid question calvin as we wrap up why should we yeah. still be installing trackers if the criminals can basically bypass the system yeah let me start with the pet bull one i think now <laughs> now i want to put snakes i want to put <laughs> snakes in my car for people that want to steal my car yeah, but they want to change the, the regulation about owning pet bulls, I just said. But that's a good one. <laughs> All right. Secondly, you know, I, I'm not the spokesperson of Tracker or any of those yes. devices. And, uh, 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 you know, I mean, that is reality. I mean, like before this, this particular criminals, most of them, they started using this cell phone jammer thing. That, you know, with, with, the, with the Tracker, what it does or the device, it's got a SIM card. So the SIM card, it communicates with the GPS, meaning the tower of, 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 of the closest tower of mm. where, 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 where the signal is at. Now, this cell phone jammer blocks that thing. Now, what, before, what used to happen, that's why you see them hijacking a vehicle, but keeping you while they are searching for a tracker. So you are under their duress. Mm, mm. Calvin, I'm going to have to leave it then. Maybe we'll get an opportunity again to just talk more in detail about how it is that criminals bypass our tracking systems.